Shalom Lechem Rabbi Yisrael. As we advance in Sefer Dvarim, we read this, this week the Parashah, Parashah Kisavot, which also happens to coincide with us saying Slichas, Be'ez HaShem Lechem Shabbos, a little bit more than a week before Rosh Hashanah. Now, in the Parashah of Kisavot, the Parashah talks about the mitzvah of Bikurim. Bikurim is where a person has trees that are planted in his fields, and the person works very hard to plant the trees, to take care of the trees, to prune the trees, to, to make sure that they're being watered properly, that they're being taken care of, and that the climate conditions are good. And it's a lot of hard work. And when he gets those first fruits from the trees, especially from the Shivas, when we're talking about the Shivas Aminim, when he gets those first fruits, so instead of him being able to enjoy it a little bit, just take it in and now be able to taste it and to enjoy it, the mitzvah of Bikurim, that a person needs to take those first fruits, put them into a special basket, and march them to Yerushalayim, and bring them to the Kayin, <coughs> give it to the Kayin, and not have anything to do with those fruits, and just thank Hashem for the fact that He has these fruits, and uh, showing Hakar is a type. Now, that mitzvah was a very special mitzvah, with tremendous, tremendous Kiddush Hashem. They would have a special, you know, shore, the, the ox that would be going with his, his horns covered with gold, and they would get to Yerushalayim, they would send out messengers, and there would be a whole big, um, uh, you know, Kiddush Hashem that would happen when they would bring the, the Paris from Bikurim. So the Magistrat Chuma says a very interesting thing. The Magistrat Chuma says like this. El Tzofa Maish Baruch HaKadosh. Maish Rabbeinu saw in Baruch HaKadosh. Baruch, and he saw for the, in the future of, of, of Cloud Israel, Shebeisamitash Asa Lichoritz. And the Beisamitash will eventually be destroyed. And we know that when we... Bring Bikurim, it has to be brought to the Beis HaMikdash, the Makam HaMikdash, brought to the Kayin, the Kiddush Hashem that we make. And that the mitzvah is only done as long as we have the Beis HaMikdash. And Moshe Benu saw that the Nebuah, that the Beis HaMikdash should be destroyed. But Bikurim, and that the mitzvah of Bikurim would eventually become null and void. Omad the Hiskin Yisrael, to make up for that, he went and he established for Kali Yisrael that a person should be davening three times a day in, in replacement for the Bikurim. Because the tefillahs of a person is more precious to HaKadosh Baruch Hu than all the actions that he does and all the kabbanas. And the Medrash Tanchuma continues onward. So, there needs to be a little bit of an understanding to understand, okay, you understand that the mitzvah Bikurim will be null and void. Now, why is this mitzvah Bikurim such a special, special mitzvah? And what is the, why is the tefillahs that Moshe Benu is the second, even though we know the Gemara Baruch tells us that the tefillahs originally started, that the others who were the them, Avraham Avinu was the second Chakras, Yitzchak Mincha, and Yaakov Avinu was the second Maidith. Right? But Maish Rabbeinu made an extra tikkun over here 
the hakpada of a person making sure to keep those three tefillahs. Why? Because we don't have the mitzvah of Bikurim anymore. Why is the mitzvah of tefillah an exchange for the mitzvah of Bikurim? So, Ruriker Ellenstein, the Tzal, the Sefer, wants to answer based on a medrash in, in Sefer Bracious. Bracious Bracious, when we talk about the first Pasuk, Bracious Pur Alakim Asa Shemayim So the Pasuk says over there that the Skush. In the scripts of three things, the world was created. Right? One of the three things, the scripts Chala, the mitzvah of Chala, the scripts Maestris, the mitzvah of taking off Maestris, we take off uh, different uh, measurements from our fruits, from our, from our uh, produce. The scripts Bikurim, and the scripts the mitzvah of bringing Bikurim. Right? Because of those three mitzvahs, that's why uh, the world was created. And then the Bhagavad brings Makairis for those three three things. Now, here, here again, we see that the mitzvah Vikurim, which in one place the Medrash Shamsuma tells us is the reason why we have the three tools that we have today. And we also see that the mitzvah Vikurim is one of the mitzvahs that the world was created for. Now, what's the connection? Why is this mitzvah Yikurim so important? That that's why the tefillah that Moshe Benu established was because of to make up for this mitzvah Yikurim. And why is the mitzvah Yikurim connected to to um, to the creation of the world? <clears throat> so, explains the Rinker Ellenstein. It goes like this. The mitzvah Yikurim, the purpose of the mitzvah Yikurim is to express our type. Identifying and realizing and declaring that even though I put all this hard work into here to plant this tree and to take care of it and to water it and to take care of it, these fruits came from that tree, but there's an identifying and declaration that a person makes with the mitzvah of Bikurim as if to say that although I worked on this, but it's nothing without the Creator. It's nothing without the Bariyalam. Everything that I have and everything that comes to me is only with a with Kodesh Baruch Hu's uh, uh, you know, control and his, and the seat of the Shemaya that I have to do it. So even though I put effort into here, but I'm not the orchestrator of it. The orchestrator is HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he's the Bariyayla. That's the message that a person gives by by um, by doing the mitzvah of Bikur. Now what's and that, that idea, that concept is really connected to Tzvila as well. The, the, the famous Ramban at the end of Parshish Bay. Right, there's a lot of, lot of important yesidus, fundamental points that walk out from that Ramban and by. So we'll just quote a few lines from the Ramban, but uh, it really connects us to understand the connection between Bikurim and Tzilas. We're saying now that Bikurim is identifying and realizing the, that the world was created by the Bariyalam and everything that I have is really from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he says the following, The Kavan is called Amitzvah, Shinam in Belekeinu. The kavanah behind all mitzvahs is that we believe in our Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Elokeinu, our God. And we admit then by saying that we, that He created us. And that's the whole purpose of the creation of the world was that He created us. There's no other purpose for the creation of the world of, uh, except for us to identify and to understand and to realize that he created us. 
ואין כל עליין חפץ בתחתינם. The whole reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, there's no other need that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for people, the people or those that are created in the lower world, just for a person to know and to understand and to admit that he was a creator of Nivra, he was created by Hashem. And the Kavana that we have when we raise our, our voice in Tzila, the Kavana and the Kavana of the, the shuls that we have and the Tzilas that we have, the Tzilas of the Tzilas that we have, public Tzilas together, the whole idea of those Tzilas together, those Tzilas for Kavana, who were Rabin and the Shul, is because there's an idea of us all coming together just showing thanks and, and, and admittance to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that He created us and brought us into our existence. This is for publicizing the point of saying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and declaring to Him, we are, your, we are the ones that You've created. There's an identifying to tefillah by realizing there's a Bari Eilam that created the world and that He's running the world and that He orchestrates the world. And by us realizing that we're a nivra, that connects us to him and, and, and builds a connection with our bayre. And that's really some, the same message that a person, message a person has from Bikurim. So when Meshavainu saw that the mitzvah of Bikurim was going to become null and void at one point, because it's not going to be a Semitosh, and there aren't going to be um, opportunities for a person to go and to come to that understanding and that clarity of realizing that everything I have comes from my, my Creator, then we have a, we have a problem, and therefore he decided to be misakin the medrash. Shemchuma tells us the three tefillas that we say every day, which the Ramban and Parshas Bari tells us that that's the holy side of tefillah. The holy side of tefillah is identifying and realizing that the Creator is a Bari Olam, that there's someone that I'm coming on to, there's someone that I need, there's someone that I that I want to relate to and to show my thanks for the things that I have. That's the kaiyach of tefillah which also reminds us that we're created by the, by the Bar Eilam, which is, which is there to replace that absence of the Mitzvah of Bikur. Now, <coughs> the Ravudan goes to continue in the Sefer, and he speaks about a few ideas. If Tzim is so important that we have to be able to, um, you know, connect with our Creator and real identify a Creator, then there has to be a certain... Um, you know, preparation and a certain seder, a certain order to how that's done. Now, unfortunately, many things that people do, they do mitzvahs in a way that we call mitzvahs of Nashim Bumubada. They just do things out of rote, out of habit. And they do things, you know, I remember when uh, many, a uh, number of times I heard from Tamil Chacham in Telstan of Delinson, Shlita, one of the Abadim in Telstan. He said over that he had a zayda a number of years ago, that uh, was in an old age home in in Yerushalayim. And he used to go to visit his Zayda to, to see how he was doing. And a few times he came to daven with his Zayda. The old age home had a shul over there. And he would daven with his Zayda. And uh, they had a nice davening there. You know. But at the end of davening, a number of older people would rush, taking off the tefillin, and they would rush out of the shul, and they would go to the they would go out of the base medrash, and at one point he would look around, he'd see that him and his Zaydu and maybe one other person were the only ones there. 
And then after they finished, uh, the, the, you know, putting away their tefillin, he walks his aide downstairs to the dining room. He comes and he sees the dining room is locked. It's not going to be open for at least another 10 minutes. And all the people are all standing there without anything to do. So he turns to Zayda and he says, Zayda, where are they all running? Why did they run down here? What was the big rush? He said, you don't understand. For 40, 50, 60 years, this is how they lived their lives. In other words, they came to Davin, they davened in the shul, but they were on the run. They ran off. So now that's what they're just used to. So they just keep doing it, even though there's not really anywhere to go. That's what they're used to. But there's something else to, to take as a message for this. He brings the shame uh, 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 of Yosefi, who says the, uh, he says a certain idea for people to think about. He says, you know, you sometimes come to davening, and you'll see that people come to davening, and you sometimes feel that people which have like they're anxious to get out of davening. It's like, you know, I hope the Maltfield is going to go a little bit quicker, and i got to get out of here, i got things to do. And then all of a sudden you'll see, like, you know, as the as the, we're getting to, the, after Tachlun, as we're getting after Lusion, first he's taking off his tefillin, and checking his, 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 his context, and he, you know, he's, you know, putting away his talus, and, 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 and as, you know, as the Kadeshim are getting, you know, to, to the end of Ashvalotian, he's on his way out. He turns to everyone, sorry, I got him, I, I got to go, I got I to be in a rush, I'll see you, have a good day. And then it's ironic, when 10, 15 minutes later, they walk outside, and, to, to, you know, when they're finished with the avenue, whatever it is that they did, and they come outside, and they see this guy schmoozing with a friend outside on the corner. And they said to him, but we thought you were in a rush to go ahead to go to work. He says, you don't understand? I, I know, I, but this is such a good friend that I have over here that I, that I haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, I, I got to just, you know, I, I got to be able to relate to him, make a connection. Now, if this person would stop for a minute to think, okay, when it's important to you, and you know that something's important to you, you know that you, you know that you have to be able to make the time for it and not to rush things away and to, and to take advantage of the opportunity. When a person has that opportunity to connect with his creator, he has the opportunity to stand in front of the Melech Malchim Lachim and to be able to ask him and to, and to, and to, to have an intimate uh, conversation and to be able to say something, to say something and, to, and to ask for what he needs and to thank for what he needs. And then, then we're in a rush. Then we're in a rush. You know, I, I usually tell my kids a lot, you know, when they, when they, right before they're by mitzvah, when they're stopping on children. So I told this, I know it to all my Mitzvah boys so far. I told them, you know, listen, you know, I don't want to, shouldn't become a nadir, chas v'shalom. I try not to do things. But try as much as you can, believe nadir, to be, to have the following minhag. That unless, you know, unless it is a real, uh, uh, you know, important reason, never take off your tefillin until the last Kaddish after, after the evening. Right? Until the last Kaddish, don't take off your tefillin. Because we don't, as long as we're not taking off our tefillin, we're not running away, we're here. A person can't run away from tefillin. Because that's us connecting and identifying and realizing that, that there's a barrier you know, and when we ask a Kosh for something, it has to be in a way of tachnunim. It has to be in a way of that we're, 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 we're pleading for something. We're asking for something. We realize he's the address and he's the creator. You know, uh, the Sarek Shlichus and it's Hashem and Shabbos, 
I remember when Rabbi Udalandi was, you know, Shem Pusht Lemba, when he was in the <coughs> yeshiva, you know, before he moved on to, before he got married, and he used to be in the yeshiva, and he was there for Slichas. So he used to speak before Slichas. And he said over B'Shem, um, he said, that, you know, we don't say Slichas, we beg Slichas. We don't, it's like, it's not like, you know, we're doing HaKadosh Baruch Hu a favor by doing it. Of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is simcha by hearing that we connect with him. But it's, it's, it's all our benefit. It's all our schus. So when we come to davening, which we know that, that really Rosh Hashanah, Zayam Tzilas Hasecha, that's really from the world is created. And when man was created, which is a day of the, also reminding us of the, of the day of creation. And we come in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we daven to him with our full heart. You know, I once heard also the Misa, also from the balance and Shlita, the Misa with the stipler. <coughs> At one time, there was a little child that walked into the shul on Rosh Hashanah. And he was carrying a big, big sefer, right? Look like a Mara, or maybe a sefer Rishonim. And all of a sudden, the stipler sees him walking into the shul on Rosh Hashanah. And the stipler yelled at him. He says to him, you know, man can't, you know... Today's Rosh Hashanah. Today's a day for tefillah. Of course, when you're not, when you finish davening, to learn, we learn. It's a big mitzvah to learn. But right now, you have to be focused on the tefillah. And the young boy picked up the sefer and showed him there was a big, huge machzor that he was holding inside a tent. And the disciple eventually was later on. I think the disciple came to his bar mitzvah to ask him the tefillah because he didn't mean to embarrass him. He was trying to teach him that it's important to be davening. The, not just Rosh Hashanah, but especially Rosh Hashanah. We come to a point where we're, that's the day of creation, where each and every one of us are 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 being recreated again for the next year. And if we work on our tefillah now, which is in the place of Bikurim, like the Meir Shalom says, and we look to identify and realize we're not running away, we're here with Yakharis Baruch we're connecting with you. With that kayach, that will give us the ability by Hashem to be able to bring us to a for us and all of our families. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and go to.